This product contains strong language, intense violence, two dudes resisting the urge to make out with each other, and excessive discussions related to poop and wieners. The Tilted Casuals podcast is rated M for mature. Tell, but I'm I'm pretty sure. Voice is so smooth and sexy. It is. It, it all. It, it never gets old to listen to. Honestly, <laughs> I was listening to some. I never do this, so I don't know what got into me today. But I decided to listen to like some, you know, those like lo-fi beats to you know like do work to or whatever on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like but it was music. like. Yeah, but it was like Dark Souls themed, so it was like Ooh. lo-fi renditions of of all the Dark Souls uh, soundtracks. It was actually really cool. But we can do one of just Craig's voice. It would be it would be great. <laughs> Saying random words thrown at him. <laughs> Pomegranate. <laughs> I like it. Aerodynamic. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well. I'm fine with just going from here then, because that was a great conversation starter. <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shit. So. We're honestly lucky we're here because you almost had to cancel because of that gnarly paper cut you just got. I know, man. It's like right on the, the edge of my knuckle. It's like oh. half in the knuckle crease, and then the rest is like finger hair. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can yeah, feel lost, that from here. I lost a couple. Well, everyone, everyone uh, pay extra attention to Joe and give him some extra compliments because he's still here despite suffering that grievous injury. Extra thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Taps times two. So, did you see uh, the Dead by Daylight trailer? Uh, I didn't see the trailer, but I saw that uh, Chucky was announced. Yeah. <laughs> and let me, t- all I can think of, I almost commented this, but I couldn't think of like a, a clever way to say it, so I just didn't. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. The o- only thing I could think of was, oh, we're going to finally get to be able to play this game from Joe's perspective. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, technically we had with, uh, with, with Victor, but he's a, he's a little shorter than I am. Right, right, right. Little crotch goblin. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work because Victor's mechanic, he was like an ability, so you couldn't use him constantly. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically, I guess you could if the survivors never kicked him or anything. But like, it was like a like a power that the other the killer, the main killer, had. But Chucky's just like two feet tall, all the, the time. whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and like Doesn't I'm wondering change. how he's gonna how is he gonna hook people too, like carry them and shit. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's kind yeah. of the whole point of the game. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very confused because I don't, I don't think they would use like 
the human form first or some shit because I'd be stupid. No, that no, that was that, that, that that's defeating the purpose, man. You, yeah, you do Chucky, you got to do the doll because the hag is the shortest, like full playable killer. I'm pretty sure still, and she's pretty hard to see in certain maps that have like, um, like medium walls and like the mm-hmm. cornfields and stuff. Like you just you just can't see her because she's so small. right, right. And Chucky's like she's half so her size. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do it. I'm confused. I don't know. I want to see for gameplay, but uh, the the trailer was yeah. pretty cool, at least. Right. Did you see the uh, the Omni Man gameplay for Mortal Kombat One? I did. He I'm looks. I did. He looks pretty badass. That fatality is glorious. It is. It's. Yeah, I love the uh, the attention to detail that they. Uh, yeah. Right. Maintain throughout these games. It's fantastic. All these references and stuff, like straight from the comic and the uh, the show and stuff, and it's it's really cool. Yeah, it's really impressive. I still have is to it, is see. Is season two of Invincible out yet? I think it is, isn't it? I think it just came out. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like last week. But it's 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 prime, so it's just like it, it's not the whole thing. It's it's releasing an episode at a time. I think so. It's not all yeah, out yet. I don't think weekly, sadly, because that's how the boys is too. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, man. So I, I still have to watch the season finale of Gen V, um, and then I'll probably watch Invincible because we'll still have plenty of time before season four of The Boys comes on. But I'm excited for it. season one of Invincible was dope. Yeah, I saw um, they confirmed for the next season of The Boys. It's supposed to take place like two days after the finale of Gen V. Oh, wow. OK. Something like nice. that, yeah. This this uh, Gen V takes place in between the two seasons, the previous one and the new one. Okay, cool. So that'll be that'll be interesting at least because I have to watch yeah. that still. Uh, Gen V is excellent. It's just as good as the main uh, boys series, um, if not better than. Like I, I love I've loved all three seasons of the boys. Season three was probably like the least good of the three of them so far. It was still great, but it wasn't like first two seasons quality. So Gen V might be better than season three of the boys, but it's all really, really close. Like so far, every single thing that they've pumped out that's been related to the boys has been stellar. So it's not even like a competition. It's just, if you got to make a ranking, it's going to be really hard to to rank everything. Season three's opening though was a, Oh my God. Wild episode intro. (laughs) It, it absolutely was, yeah. Holy shit. It definitely shit. set the tone. Jesus Christ. Very unique. I don't I know how the, they're going to top that. No, you can't. There's no way. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah. They're going to try to, and like, I'm going to welcome all attempts to try and top it, but I don't think you're going to do it. Yeah, your attempts are more than welcome, but there's there's no way it's ever going to come close. Yeah, Gen V's got something like that in like the third or fourth episode but it's still like it's 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 not even close yeah yeah it's, to, it's crazy see. i'm excited it's, to watch it though. i've heard good things yeah it's very good highly recommended beautiful it's on the yeah. list already boom so today we have uh i guess an interesting episode mm-hmm. since we're always uh we're always hyping up games and movies and stuff so this time we're gonna we're gonna be doing the opposite i was about to ask what is the opposite of hyping something up uh 
dehyping down. down. <laughs> <laughs> we're sh- we're shitting on it. We're going to be shitting on the shitters. Yeah. So we we uh we have a bunch of games that we felt would be fun to talk about how badly received they were and I guess I guess some of these would fall into like guilty pleasures slash like cult classics because I I know of the list that we we kind of sent back and forth to each other just before the episode. Uh, there's a few on there I know that fans really just still like, even though they also hate it and play it. Um, right. But there's also a handful that literally caused some studios to close, unfortunately. Yeah. We we got we got some straight up stinkers on here. Yeah, we got we got some uh, we got some goodies on this list. Shitty goodies, good shits, good shit, <laughs> or bad shits, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, so what's what do you what do you want to start with? You want to start with the obvious ones that I feel like people are going to be expecting to hear about, or do you want to yeah. kind of just? Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's do the the more recent obvious ones first, just because th- it's crazy. Because twenty twenty three has been one of the best years in gaming, like in recent memory, but it's also produced a handful of some of the worst games we've seen in a while. It's it's I, yeah, pretty, I, I it's pretty we've, insane. We've had like three this year that I'm pretty sure yeah. like legitimately like the three worst games that have ever been made, aside from maybe like Superman sixty four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, we've peaked both ways with 2023. Yeah. Which I, I think you could justify that these games would still be worse because technology and everything has vastly improved to the point where I feel like there's there's no excuse. Yeah. And if Yeah. 20 years ago, if a game was bad, you could chalk a lot of it up to, you know, oh, it's it's the tech the technology is just it just wasn't there. But it's exactly. the year of our Lord 2023, you know, there should there, there's very few excuses to ship and sell a, a, a an objectively bad game. Like I know for the most part, good or bad is subjective, but there's some games on this list that it's pretty objective how bad they are. Yeah, 100 percent. And yeah. also attached to them is the fact that nobody asked for these games. Oh, yeah. Which yep. is a trend. As we'll we'll be seeing, I I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately. So, so should we uh should we should we start with the big daddy one then? I guess. The, let's the first, do it. Let's the get... first major shit game meme that we've had this year. Let, let's get it over with. Let's just yeah. Rip the bandaid off. So if, exactly. If, if you live under a rock, where you don't have access to uh the internet, but you found us somehow and you're listening, um. A yeah. Gollum game was created this year. So. Which, like you just said, who the fuck asked for this? Not a single person asked for this game. Like, there I don't are, really think the devs asked for this game. No, I don't know how this was. I, I would pay real hard cash to um, be a fly on the wall of that board meeting where they decided to make a game based off of... Like, they're... Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings mythology and lore is so vast and expansive. You can make all different kinds of games based on different stuff. But like one of the one of the least likely things that anyone should consider making a game of is fucking Gollum. Yeah, like who gives a <laughs> shit? Yeah, literally nobody. But lo and behold, they made an entire fucking game based off of him. I feel like if if they picked like 
a, a I don't know, like a, a better time period of Gollum, like between the transitioning phase between Smeagol and Gollum while they were still kind of like uh, just becoming like a psychopath. And there was actually like action involved because, you know, he's a like he's like a mutant at this point. Uh, right. Like maybe could have done something with it to add some kind of gameplay to it. But uh, I, I, I assume you've watched like Mind Pulp and some of the other like YouTubers mm-hmm. that did their playthroughs of this game. And there's there's nothing to do. Like, it's so weird because us talking about it is barely going to like describe or explain how shitty this game looks, feels and plays because there's a there's like a decision making mechanic involved where you know certain points in the story you'll encounter like a character and they'll say something to you and then you'll have this weird awkward timed decision slot between like choice A or choice B where it doesn't actually really make a difference whether you pick one or the other but the screen itself is like straight off of like uh, Microsoft Paint, like back in like the night. <laughs> it's it's like a black screen with Gollum's face looking really fucking weird, and then shitty just like Comic Sans font of do this or do this, and that's all it is, yeah. and a little timer. Like it looks atrocious. You couldn't have even made this screen look like something. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's- uh, it's so bizarre. And like the it's, core it's gameplay is just walking from point A to B. Oh, it's so and lazy. The thing is, this game took forever to come out because it was announced. I feel like it was announced several years ago, but it kept yeah, getting at delayed. least four minimum, like four years at the minimum. Yeah. I remember hearing about this game. And I remember at first, like they showed concept art and stuff and the setting, like the world looked really cool at the time mm-hmm. from the little, you know, the which turned out to be just like a, a bullshit engine trailer. Uh, but it was like, oh, okay, cool. Like Middle Earth, a different time period from a different character perspective. Like whatever, I'll I'll give it a shot. And yeah, then it's Lord it of the Rings. Like, How bad can it be? Yeah, exactly. Famous last words, apparently, because you know, <laughs> delay after delay, it became legitimately like those memes when people just see a game that they don't like and they're like, oh, this this looks like PS2. This is like an insult to like PS2. Like, yeah, there are PS2 so games that look shit. better than this game. It looks so shitty. Yeah, just look at any screen cap, and it's you'll see. Yeah, doesn't matter what the context is or what the scene is. Just pick anything, and it'll look terrible. Which would make it even better, just completely out of context, just looking at pictures of him. Because I know we've we've talked about it before on the on the on the the podcast, but we've never like gotten like in depth. But this this game. Wait, wait, wait. what podcast? What are you talking about? Uh, the Goldfish Podcast. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, not not whatever this is. Okay, yeah, our, our our other secret podcast. Yeah, that one. Um, but like, this game was so bad that it like it took over the world for like a month straight. Yeah, it it literally did. It's it's it became part of the zeit the the twenty twenty three zeitgeist there for a hot second. Yeah, and and then it was legitimately so bad the studio they shut down. Yeah, like, that's four weeks later. Yeah, like no time at all. Jesus Christ. Uh Daedalic Entertainment. Yeah, I never even heard of them before, if I'm being honest, but neither have I. Uh it was founded in two thousand seven. And they consider um, this a passion project, which I think is the weirdest part of all of this. Yeah. Like imagine your passion being let's make a game based on the 
dirtiest, filthiest, nastiest mutant in this beloved... Nobody's uh, favorite character. Fantasy friend, yeah. They've made a ton of games. They're known mainly for point-and-click games. Oh, well. Honestly, that makes sense. This feels like one. <laughs> Just, like, looking at it. Yeah. In June 2023, Datalix shuttered its development decision, uh, division, affecting 25 of its more than 90 employees. This came as a result of poor reception and performance of the studio's fi final internally developed game, The Lord of the Rings Gollum. There you go. Sad, man. 25 people sad. lost their jobs, lost their salary because of this piece of shit. All you needed was one person to say, hey, this is a really fucking dumb game. Let's this is a bad idea, this. guys. Let's, Let's do something else. Yeah. Uh, let me take a look. It's, it's got a 5 out of 10 on Steam. Uh, according to Google, 11% of people like this video game. Uh, IGN gave it a 4 out of 10, which that's saying something, honestly. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know of a single positive review that this game has gotten. It's not even one of those, like, so bad it's good games either. It's just no. awful. The it's voice acting is terrible, the models are bad, the textures are really awful, the mechanics are almost non-existent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's barely um, a game. It's barely a game. It's just like a $60 waste of space. Or 70 Honestly, Actually, yeah. I think it was 70 bucks. Are you for, for fucking real? I'm pretty sure it was 70 bucks, and Robocop's not even 70 bucks. Yeah, Robocop's actually getting pretty decent reviews, can you believe it? It slaps pretty fucking hard, man. It's a cool game. I kind of want it, not going to lie. It's it's worth it. Yeah, it's $59.99 on the PlayStation Store. Man. Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure they, they had a... Uh, there was like a special edition, too, that had, a, that had a cool name. Which also was just a waste. I'll yeah, that. everything about that. But... Yeah, so... Gollum game exists. Unfortunately. It's really bad. Yeah. God hates us just a little bit more because this game exists. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're, he's that much closer to just saying fuck it and hitting undo on humanity. I, I wish. <laughs> Hit undo to get these people their jobs back and then give them a little bit bigger point. of a brain so they can just not do this ever again. Just, just give... Just you know, turn on a light bulb on some little intern's mind. Just give him the balls to go to his boss and say, hey, you know what? This game's kind of shit. Let's not release this. My job is at stake. <laughs> Literally. You know what they should have done with Gollum if they really were that desperate to make a game? They could have put together a $15 fishing simulator where you just fish with your bare hands and eat fish with your face. That probably would have been better received, to like be honest. That. I can I can imagine that being kind of charming. <laughs> right? It'd be, it'd be cute, because it's like it'd a reference be. directly to the story. When you get to watch exactly. the movie, him put his nasty four teeth. Yeah. yeah. It is 15 bucks. I mean, who's going to... 15 bucks. Cry about 15... It would have made so much money off of that. <laughs> yeah, I would have bought it. <laughs> yeah, just to say, fuck it, it's a $15 golem fishing game. Yeah, oh, or man. just you know join the join the party and just make a fucking free mobile game of Gollum fishing. Literally anything would have been better than than what they put out. Honestly, it's not yeah. even an exaggeration. I would rather no. watch Gollum shit for twenty minutes than <laughs> whatever that was. 
Uh, yeah. And then after this, we were so blessed to have another game. Not even that long after. I'm pretty sure it was maybe what, like five, five months, six months since Gollum came out. I don't remember what the release date was, but the gods of shit games, they graced us with another shitter. King Kong. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this one is re- This is probably the most recent game on this list because it came out like three weeks ago. ago or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Which, I did watch the Mind Pulp video on this one. It's it, amazing. It hurt me. I can't it's so like, good. Props to those guys for actually spending the money to buy this yeah. game. Every time, man. They're they're definitely the ones to go to when a game that you know is going to be awful, Mind Pulp will buy it and then just prove your point. Yeah. Thankfully, they're probably going to make their money back just on the ad revenue alone. alone but still, <laughs> they took oh, yeah. the risk. The, 100%. There was a part of them that was like, uh, is it worth it? <laughs> they did it for the boys, man. They really did. Uh, that's th- the best thing. That's that's probably the best thing that's come out of this game existing is the fact that this hilarious mind pulp video exists of it, and the and the memes from the cutscenes are. Oh my god! Are it, do you think works you of think art? This, do you think this game looks worse than Gollum does? I do. I really do. I I think I agree. I think I do too. Yeah. It Which looks I think this game terrible. had less excuses because it's it's technically like a smaller scaled game too. Because it's it's very like short condensed levels with uh, a mm-hmm. couple I think had like a little larger environments, but it was just covered in like trees and mountains and shit with like yeah I don't know ten p textures on them. It's but, legit. It's just a beat 'em up. Like yeah, and it barely does that. It's insane. <laughs> it's barely a beat 'em up. You just mash one button, and maybe you'll hit something. And then they have a there's like a talent tree and like a leveling system that you like you can't even level enough to get enough skill points to get everything. Because you have to level like eight times to buy like one skill and there's like 20 on there, but they're all. Yeah, they're all dog shit anyway, but yeah, why even bother? Why bother? And it's like a hot buggy mess. I remember in like the mind pulp video, they they glitched the boss on like the first punch and it was like stuck (laughs) in the tree. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh my god, there were there's for... so much clipping and things getting stuck. Like when they tried to jump up on the cliff and Kong was just stuck there forever. I <laughs> watched another YouTuber play it, and that exact same thing happened to them too. Wow, the same it's spot. Like, <laughs> it makes me wonder if they even play tested this shit. Well, they gave the excuse that like, oh, we only had less than a year to work on this, brother. I've seen recycled fucking phone games come out that play and look better than fucking Kong free yeah. ones like okay sure I'm not a game developer I don't know the ins and outs of doing that thing but surely surely even if, even if it's less than a year I still feel like that would be enough time to smooth some of this shit out at least Kong's model like yeah you could have focused on this before anything else and the the cutscenes are like they're worse than the gameplay scene. Like I don't I don't understand. It yeah, usually it's the other no way sense. around. They work yeah. really hard to make the cutscenes look good, and they're not as concerned about the gameplay. But somehow the gameplay the gameplay doesn't look good at all, mind you. But it still looks kind of better than cutscenes somehow. And like, thank God for the internet because there's been like the, a whole bunch of those comparison videos to Peter Jackson's King Kong on like PS2. Oh my shit. God. 
and it looks like like the PS2 game looks like it came out 10 years after the Kong game that we yeah. have now. The 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 PS2 Kong King Kong video game still holds up to this day. Yeah. And it looks it looks and plays like, really good. Yeah. It it that's a testament to how good a game can be that that withstands the te- like it transcends time. It doesn't matter when you play this thing, it's going to look and feel great. And then you got Kong that looks uh, barely looks like it could be a mobile game. Yeah. And they released exactly. it full price on modern day consoles. And the PS2 game had just like those sub levels where you get to play as Kong and it did it better than yeah. this entire game based on Kong, which is like, how do you fuck up a Kong game, dude? All you need For is real, big monkey, man. big dinosaurs, punch. That's literally all you got to do. And they somehow mess that shit up. And like, look, just look nice. Look like mm-hmm. you, you gave a shit. You had one job and you somehow failed three jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Our expectations were low, but somehow you failed to meet even those. We just we got we got blessed, man. That's all I can say. These these two mm-hmm. games alone produced enough memes to cover the internet for like ten years. Honestly, yeah, just those two games alone. IGN gave it a three, even worse than Gollum. Like there for a yeah. while, Gollum was the lowest rated game of this year, but I think Kong may um may surpass that because it's getting Granted, shit on. Kong was only forty dollars, but it feels like it was made for like two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's it's, they still it's nuts. They were still hoping to make some money off of that. Yeah, I wish I wish uh it was like a little longer because I'd like to see like the the sales stats on this, like how much they made versus how much they lost. Because there's there's no way they made money back from this game. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia article, and under reception, it has like a little clip of a cutscene. And it specifically says, This cutscene from Rise of Kong was poorly received from critics and went viral online. And oh my god, I'm just watching it. And it's. Is the one with his face when he does like the turn? Yeah, and he like pallets on the ground a couple of times. And oh my god, it looks so fucking bad. It's awful, dude. Like, literally, if you guys somehow have not even seen this, like, you have to. It's a gold mm-hmm. mine. Just watch the mine pulp video. It's all you need. Yeah, the mine pulp video is fantastic. It's it's like I said, it's the only good thing to come out of this game being made. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Shout out to Mine Pulp. They I don't even gods know the amongst names. men. I don't know either. One's British and one's not. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. One one guy's mind, one guy's pulp. <laughs> 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 oh man i'm glad really glad you showed me that channel it's great i know i love them they're like my uh my bedtime channel nice i still have to watch the robocop video it's good it's really I'm just, good sometimes i'm afraid to watch them because i'm afraid they'll shit on games that i actually legitimately like <laughs> uh it's like when they they shit on like all the fucking uh the dc like they hate like batman or superman and the new Snyder cut and all that shit, yeah. like the, the Suicide Squad. They hate those movies, and I'm like, mm. "Come on, man, they're they're <laughs> fine. They're not all bad." <laughs> yeah, yeah, bastards. All right, all right. So that's two of the worst games of all time, and both of them released this year. Yes. How much worse can it get? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. 
All right. Uh, what's up? What's up next on the list? I instantly forgot everything that we talked about prior to this. Um, are we going through everything? Uh, I mean, maybe not everything, but let me. Yeah, we'll, we'll see where we uh, where we get. Yeah. Ooh. So one of let's talk about Avengers. Oh man! Because I feel like that was one of the biggest video game flops um, of the last several years. Like that one, yeah. I can think of one other that we might talk about, but I feel like Avengers is like th- this one was, especially considering how big the MCU was at the time. Like it's not nearly as big now as it used to be, but you know, back a couple of years ago when this game first came out, I'm pretty sure it came out prior to Endgame and stuff. So the MCU was still hot shit. And then Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix, who arguably are, they're just fine developers, you know? Uh, they made the Tomb Raider uh, reboot games, which I'm, not, I'm pretty sure were all really good. good. One and two were the very most part, good. Yeah. Three was, it was a little lacking, but two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I don't think anyone had any, I think the expectations surrounding this game were, were fairly high. I mean, it was, it's an Avengers game made by some pretty reputable uh, developers. What could go wrong? Spoiler alert, everything went wrong. It did. It did okay when it first came out, I'm pretty sure. Just just from hype and stuff for an Avengers game. But it was like... Yeah, I don't know if it flopped financially. Yeah, because they were forced to stop producing content because they had, like, no population in the game anymore for a live service game. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a live service game. Yeah. And it's hard it took, to keep content going for a live service game when people just don't fucking play it anymore. Yeah, because the the, the 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 game population fell off by like half, I'm pretty sure, within like two weeks or so. Because I remember uh, the story was actually pretty good. I as I got it day one, I had to pre-order and everything as I was pretty excited for it. It looked it looked fun. Uh, the campaign was it was it was pretty cool. Um, I liked the story. The characters were pretty well done. Um, you know, like the combat was. It was fine. Like there was nothing really wrong with it. But mm-hmm. I remember once you beat the campaign, there was only like three online missions that were available at the time to like grind for, you know, the cosmetics and whatever the fuck you had to unlock. Um and then there was like a there was a timer, like a countdown at the hub for when like more shit was supposed to release. And it was like two weeks. And people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> You didn't you release this online multiplayer game without any online multiplayer functions like yeah. there's no end game shit, no post game, like nothing. And everyone was like, fuck this. And like they stopped playing and came back once the missions dropped. And then with that, there was only like two more to do. And everyone was like, all right, well, this is pointless. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was really, really excited for this game because, again, this was back when I was big on the Marvel train. Um and all the trailers I had watched and stuff looked really, really cool. Um, I just like the idea of playing as Iron Man and Hulk and all these guys. Um, and yeah, I heard the story was... Like, the single-player portion of it was was decent, what I heard. The story was good. Combat was kind of repetitive, but it was serviceable. Um, but honestly, that's just what it should have been. Um, I feel like this was kind of the start to, like, the fall of live service games. And because they're still popular 
they're still being made these days, obviously. I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a live service game. Dead by Daylight is still going on. Um, but I think people are just kind of getting tired of them. And yeah. And the vast majority of gamers are gravitating a lot more towards single-player content. Especially folks who are like our age um, or even older because I, I've seen a lot of kind of pushback against these big, massive 200-hour-plus games because no one's really got the time to play that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, going to be too much. Yeah, and people are wanting to kind of go back to the standard, you know, 12 to 15-ish hour single-player uh, content. Um, and for good reason. I mean, like I said, people just... I, I certainly don't have the time to put into... Like, as much as I would love to play uh, Spider-Man, which I don't think... Spider-Man 2, I've actually heard, is pretty decently... Like, has a pretty decent length. It's not like a 200-hour-plus game. Yeah, it's um, about 16 for the, the, the full main Yeah, campaign. and that's reasonable. But something like, like Red Dead Redemption 2 or any of the Witcher games and stuff like that, um, I just don't have the time to put in for shit like that, man. <laughs> two prime like, examples for me, too, man. Two games I keep trying to finish, and I, I just stop. It's just yeah. so much. Yeah, I'm much more interested in... Like, obviously, I do want the game to have some lasting appeal. Um, mm. You know, some replayability. But, you know, I don't want to have to spend two months of my life to where I feel like I have to finish this shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I much prefer... Like like any of the uh, the From Software games... You can put like two, three hundred hours into those games if you wanted to, but to get the and I have. To, to, yeah, <laughs> we uh, have, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but you don't you don't have to 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 feel like you've done everything in that game. Like you could just play through the story maybe once or twice, put a couple dozen hours into it, and you're fine. Um, Armored Core is a really good example. Um, I still haven't finished it, but that's just because I just haven't had the time, and there's been some other stuff, but. I feel like I've played enough of it to where I've gotten my fill of it and I'm, I'm happy with it. And I'm feel, I have a feeling I'm pretty close to finishing it, but you know, it's not a game. I feel like I have to put 200 hours into it. It's a, I, I can, I feel like I can go and focus on some other things and then maybe come back to it later. And I haven't missed out on anything. Yeah. And that's a big problem with live, live service games. If you want to experience everything, you kind of have to be there on time. If you're, if you're late to it or you come to it at a later date, you've kind of missed everything. And there are other players who are already past you. That's kind of the problem with Marvel snap. Like I have a love hate relationship with snap. I love it because I think it's legitimately a fun game. Uh, and I'm getting pretty decent at it, but I feel like if I take like a month or two off and then come back to it, um, I've missed out on so many new cards. Um, there have been some, you know, nerfs and buffs that I missed out on. There are some cards that get reworked, and I don't even know how they work anymore. You miss out on shit like that, and mm -hmm. that's the problem with live service games. Um, you have to be, you have to be engaged with it constantly, or else you're going to miss out on shit. Turn just like a, a second job. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't want video games to feel like that. I want a, I want video games to feel like it's there when I want to go and experience it for a couple hours at a time. But when I'm away from it, it's it stays as it is. I don't have to worry about missing out on shit or yeah. the game just changing while I'm gone. You know what I mean? And that's 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 my main problem with live service games. Um, and yeah, I know, I've said I, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's a really fun game. 
Um, which granted they haven't really pumped out hardly any content for it since its release, but that's kind of in the back of my mind. I know that if if they announce a big patch or whatever or a big content dump, I feel like I'm gonna have to go play it or I'm gonna miss out on it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I agree. I mean, we bullied uh, the Suicide Squad game into like a a year long delay because of how terrible the live service aspect looked. Yes, exactly. That's a great example. People just get tired of that shit. You know, they're all, everything is just becoming the same. Live service, you know, downloadable content that they say you don't have to. They say it's not pay to play, but it really kind of is. Mm-hmm. And pe- people just aren't people just aren't. Uh, aren't standing for that anymore you know i think and, it's and it's, a, it's annoying when you're already paying to play the game like to own it and you know all that and then there's mm-hmm. all this extra shit that keeps getting thrown at it that like you you don't have to buy it but it's like shoved into your face so much where you feel like you, you have to do at least something or yeah. as opposed to you know like your typical like a free game like you know fortnite rocket league apex some shit like that or you can enjoy the game to its fullest as it is for free but if you want to dabble in and you know spend some money to keep the game going because that's the whole point of like those kind of live service games like it's more acceptable but when you have Mm -hmm. like a a triple a fucking marvel game of any like you know as if anything which is insane that it did so poorly like you were saying like in in, like the heat of marvel in its prime and then it just goes south so quickly because of how terribly managed the live service aspect was which is what they were advertising so heavily on like oh we'll keep this game going constant updates constant this and that new new content every other whatever blah 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 like we'll keep it going and then it came out what like two and a half three years ago and it's done like everything's out already and there's nothing to do it's fucking Mm -hmm. the gold editions including on game pass the gold editions included on ps plus like it's just any old game now it's on sale for like four dollars physical all the time i don't know man it's really sad. And it's like you mentioned too, it was behind two two companies that are really, really well known and well received all the time. So yeah. it was really surprising to see just like how bad this game ended up being. Right. It's sad. And like when I when I include this game on the list, you know, this game got decent reviews. You know, uh I Game Informer gave it an eight point seven five out of ten. GameSpot gave it a 7. IGN gave it a 6, which isn't bad. But for the most part, it got decent reviews. And it it made money. But given the hype and the... Especially back in the time, the excitement around anything Marvel, really. This is a game that people, I feel like, should still be able to talk about and play and enjoy today. But you just can't because it's live service and there's just not a big player base and there's no more content being made for it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if they had just focused more on just the single player portion of it um, and just kind of focus on that and as good as it was, I'm sure there are probably things they could have done better, you know, fix some bugs and things like that because I hear this game was, was a buggy mess when it first came out. Um, like Spider-Man actually feel like Spider-Man? Yeah, just focus on shit like that. Awful. You can still release some DLC content. I'm sure you could probably keep some of the live service stuff you know i like the idea of like rotating missions i think mar i think marvel's midnight suns is a great example it's it's not live service by any means but aside from the main story it has just those rotating missions that you can select from 
And I yeah. think that's just fine for replayability. I could spend hours just going through those different missions. Is it a little repetitive? Sure, but it does mix things up a little bit with the objectives, and there's some where you have to include certain heroes to kind of force you to, to maybe try some characters that you don't necessarily like main or anything like that. So stuff like that is, is, is perfect for replayability, but it still focuses on the single-player content. And I think if, if Marvel's Avengers had focused more on that and less of the live service, I think that it would be remembered more fondly than what it currently is. Yeah, it's it's the other issue, too, with it is it, it tried to be destiny like mm -hmm. too, too hard and destiny. When they were, you know, developing the game, they focused on the MMO aspects first because it was going to be a live service game with expansions and constant like free updates and rotating missions and all this stuff. And then, you know, the FPS RPG aspect came second, like just behind it, because they know going into it like regardless of how anybody feels about destiny i think destiny 2 is a great game and it, they, they fixed a lot um it functions really well because they learn from their mistakes while you know the live service aspect was still going they were fixing things as they were going granted there's too mm -hmm. many expansions it's like a, a money pit these days but like mm -hmm. i feel like if the avengers focused on the live service multiplayer aspect first and then like the beat-em-up rpg stuff like just after it it would have been much more like better in like a in a safer spot because like the, the story was it was decent length it was like 16 20 hours but then after that like you have to do the multiplayer stuff like there's barely anything to do unless you're grinding multiplayer shit and they didn't even have that readily available so it's like cool you you know you made money but like you you failed at making a game and it, it yeah. sucks <laughs> yeah but, it, it really does and for an i for such like a legendary ip it just it deserved more it deserved more than that yeah it really did and they had modok in it which is great cuz he's so underused i feel he is that's what i i still haven't seen uh quantumania but i hate that they finally put modok in a major motion picture but apparently the movie's not any good so yeah that's what i've been hearing too which it bummed sucks. me out yeah, Modok is cool, man. He's so he, weird. <laughs> he really is. He's a really cool card in Marvel Snap too. Like he's one of the better discard cards. He's he's really awesome. They did him really well in the Avengers game too. Ironically enough, like his boss fight was a lot of fun, and his character yeah. was really really well done. But but you know what? Nothing can ever top uh, his uh, trivia boss fight in Ultimate Alliance. That's true. Best best Modok. Uh, "Quote unquote boss fight ever." <laughs> that is top tier. I'll, I'm it with is, you on that man. one, man. F F's in the chat for the Avengers. Yeah, for real. This one is Gollum and King Kong, or are, are are like fun types of flops because they're like memes and shit. I mean, I mean, granted, with Gollum, people lost their jobs, so it's still sad. But still, for the most part, they're still remembered as like memes and stuff. The Avengers is just sad. Like it's not even memed. Yeah, it's, it's a different kind of failure. It's just really disappointing. It's the angry people. Yeah, sad. Oh well, um, lesson learned, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. And then uh, the other game that I remembered that came out around this time, I think maybe a little bit earlier, um, was Anthem. I know that another one. really really sad one to see this happened to yeah because like a friend of mine had bought it when it first came out same and i played it a little bit and gameplay wise it's fun as fuck mm -hmm. 
it's so fun just to fly around in your Iron Man suit and just shoot shit. Like, that's super fun. Yeah. But everything else, <laughs> like, I didn't play it enough to, like, find out what was wrong, but I just heard all sorts of shit about... Because it's it was another one of those... It, it was a live service game. It was kind of like Destiny. They It was, like, constantly online multiplayer and all that kind of stuff and it just didn't go anywhere. This this was this was a BioWare game. This was from the people who made Mass Effect, which is one of the most Again. popular yeah. uh, game series of all time. So this was a very very highly anticipated title from them. Yeah, and then people were very very hyped for this game. Yeah. I wasn't ever going to get it because again, I it, they I knew it was going to be online only, and I just wasn't into that stuff at the time. And also, I don't really care about Bioware personally, so I was never going to get it anyway. But I still remember when it came out, after hearing all the hype about it, and then it finally releasing, and then it getting mediocre reviews, I was kind of surprised. It was dead in like a week, too. It, yeah. It barely went anywhere, because I, I had a day one as well. And I think I only I only managed to get through like two hours and I was already over it, which I it sucked because yeah. I was like, fucking, this was a $60 game that looked really fucking cool and it's boring as shit. Yeah, there's like nothing to do. Like you can only fly, like as, as fun as the flying around and shooting shit goes, you can only do that so much before it gets boring. Yeah, because it was it was like the Avengers when you beat it. There was there was like nothing to do, except this game did that before you even beat it. <laughs> like, mm hmm. It was dead in the water before they even got anything going. Fucking sucked, man. Because it was it was a pretty game. The mechanics were they were actually pretty fine. And like it was like you said, like you know it was on paper it was fun, but mm -hmm. that only gets you so far. Oh yeah, like conceptually, this game should be bananas to play. Yeah, it's, like it's I'm like, surprised. Yeah, Bioware, man, is like what it was like one of the top developers at the time. Like oh yeah, absolutely, they were huge. It's still a lot big, but like you know, they haven't really done too much lately. Um, yeah, at the time, Mass like, Effect, Dragon Age, yeah, all that shit. Knights of the Old Republic—that's them, isn't it? Uh, it was supposed to be. I think they sold off the rights to that that remake now. Oh, Someone well. else is doing it. I don't remember if they did it before or not, but I know they were so supposed to do the remake, but they stopped it to make some new Mass Effect spinoff, and some random studio now is going to be making the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Oh, they did the original Baldur's Gate, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, like, role-playing games are, like, their wheelhouse. That's, like, what they're known for. Yeah, happens, Baldur's Gate, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Mass Effect, Dragon Age. Yeah, some of the biggest role-playing games ever made, developed by Bioware. Such a shame. It really is. Like, on paper, the idea for Anthem sounds great. Open world, you're in an Iron Man suit, and you're flying around, and you're fighting a whole bunch of aliens. It sounds awesome on paper, and I have no idea how they managed to make it so boring. <laughs> it's it's impressive. Like, it gets to the point where it's just, it's really impressive. Yeah, this, this... This was... This should have been a game that was... That should be hard to, to mess up. Yeah. But... Like and again, game. it got <laughs> yeah, it got decent <laughs> reviews, like a bunch of sixes and sevens across the board. So it wasn't like received super poorly, but it definitely didn't reach any of the hype or the expectations that was surrounding it. And like you said, it its player base like 
died after a couple of weeks. Yeah, it barely made it anywhere. I feel like the reviews came from people who managed to get through like the like the, the campaign because I guess mm-hmm. you know, the gameplay carried it and the mechanics. Uh, but I'm I, I would like to see reviews past it. Like if they did it like a month into the game, because they would definitely yeah. get like twos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and... just another really disappointing. Because uh, again, even though I wasn't planning on playing it and. Personally, I didn't care one way or another. Just from like the the state of gaming and how much hype this was, it was still really disappointing to see this um, get be received as poorly as it did. Yeah, and just go nowhere. Yeah, exactly. This was supposed to be the next big thing. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be like another, like a literal another Destiny from a different studio that had like a ten year plan kind of deal. Yeah. Somehow Destiny 2 is still going, but this one went nowhere, so. Yeah, they just had, like, another expansion. It's crazy. Yeah, what is this, like, their 20th expansion? Jesus That's Christ. What it feels like at this point. It's like, yeah. it, Destiny, they, they definitely nailed it with, like, how smooth the combat is. But mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, it's like any other MMORPG these days, where it's just expansion after expansion, purchasable content drop after content drop, and it's just, it gets to the point where, you know, they keep focusing on this. Yeah, ignoring enough is enough. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, move on, man. Like, leave it how it is and just move on to something else. It's like with Grand Theft Auto, like how many different like multiplayer expansions and events and stuff have they done for Grand Theft Auto five? And that game is so fucking many. That dude. game is three generations old at this point. Not a single update or expansion or anything for the single player. It's just Mm-mm. GTA online. It's insane. Yeah. Literally they, all it is. they did the same shit with Red Dead. They forgot all about it. Like we had Undead Nightmare for the first game, which is dope as shit. Oh, and that was we, so didn't, cool. we didn't get anything for the second game. Nothing. No. Nope. Just, just multiplayer. Red Dead which Online. Granted, which granted, Red Dead Two is was huge enough to where you could it arguably didn't need anything else. It was pretty close to perfect as it was. Um, yeah. Even though my aforementioned argument about being too big still kind of stands. The little bit I did play of it, I had a blast with it. Red Dead 2 is... Oh, it's a phenomenal game. game. It's so good. I just wish it was smaller so that I could play it. <laughs> I know. I've I've come back to it like four times at this point, and like mm-hmm. I always get to the same point where I'm like like eight hours or so in, and then I'm like, all right. <laughs> I <didn't>, yeah. <laughs> there's so much shit I haven't even looked at yet, and like I've, I feel like I've gotten nowhere, so exactly. time to play something else. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, it's the saddest thing in the world because, yeah, that game is one of the greatest games ever made. I sincerely believe that, but it's not for not for hardworking men like us. Exactly. Same with The Witcher 3. I, I've done the same thing oh with that God. game like five, six times. I play like <laughs> 14 hours and like in like mm-hmm. one save. And then I'm like, all right, I look at the map and I'm like, OK, I've been fucking nowhere. So, yeah, I'll exactly. Take a break. I want to play that game so much, but I just can't. Yeah, Ugh. it's tough. Which it another is. one? It's unfortunate because I know the game is incredible, and I'd love to beat it someday. But oh, like, absolutely! Yeah, me, me too. There's just so much other shit that I'd be like, I, I, I need to be playing and stuff, and it's just don't have the time. Hard yeah. to focus that much, you know? Yeah, it's that ADHD. For yeah, for real, yeah. I can't play the same thing for hours on end. I gotta. If I gotta div- divvy it up a little bit, I gotta yeah. differentiate. 
especially when you have like Game Pass and PS Plus and shit like that. And there's oh like, my god, you know, so many things, stuff yeah. cycling like every other day, and you're like, ah, oh, I've been waiting to play that, and then just boop, onto yeah. that. <laughs> Remember how much I said I was loving Lies of P? Yeah. I haven't touched that in weeks. <laughs> yeah. Not because I don't like it anymore, but just because there's other stuff. And uh, it's the same thing to me with uh, Armored Core and uh, Lords of the Fallen, yeah. the new one. I did the same thing. I played a lot and then I took a break and then I just haven't been back. Yeah. Everything Texas else comes out. I haven't touched in a while. I still haven't gotten Mortal Kombat 1. I will eventually, especially when Homelander drops, but I just yeah. haven't pulled Next the trigger summer. on that one yet. Mm hmm. Yeah. I've got time on that one. That's what I'm telling myself. And and how many manuals? All all of the characters that release for MK1 will still be there when I eventually get it. So I'm not I'm not sweating. Yeah, that's true. On like day one Omni Man or something like that. Although Omni Man does look fun as shit. <laughs> it does. I have to download them. So I have I have the pass and everything. There you go. Nice. And then you know I okay, have so like a, I blew through Spider Man Two and Platinum did. Two sittings in, so. in like in like three and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> can't fucking believe it. But that's Spider-Man Two was a reasonably sized game. It didn't take you two hundred hours to do everything. Yeah, it was twenty twenty five hours for the platinum. But granted, like the reason that I ended up sweating it so hard to beat it, the story is fucking incredible. Like it just it just keeps mm -hmm. getting better and better. And I really, really, really was desperate to avoid spoilers. And I was like, I oh yeah, need there you to go. Everything. So I ended up hundred percenting it. And then I got everything out, and I saw all the cool shit before anything got posted online, and I was content. I'm like, all right. There you go. Chill. <laughs> I don't have to worry about yeah. it anymore. Yeah, to, do, to literally 100% that game, it took you about 25 hours. So that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And I still went back, because I still have to do the ultimate difficulty, and then we have New Game Plus coming out in a couple weeks. So Yeah, see, there you go. Easy peasy. Stuff to keep you busy if you want to go back, but nothing that, like, it feels like you're punished for not experiencing it. Yeah, plus it's Spider-Man. It's you just swing around oh, yeah. for a couple, you know, thirty minutes a day and just have fun. You know, whatever. Absolutely. There's tons of shit to look at. If I eventually get a PS5, that'll be the first game I get because it looks it looks awesome. Smart man. All right, let's stop talking about good video games. We're talking about bad ones, guys. Yeah, what it. are we doing? Get out of here. Um, so I have a I have another one that uh, it's I think it's one of the ones that like it's not terrible, but it's definitely not good uh i don't know if you ever played uh too human i did a little or, bit actually i'm pretty sure back when i had like my xbox one i think i got it um but i i barely played any of it i hardly remember i i know it has it's like a sci-fi retelling of like norse mythology i'm pretty sure yeah so and, like that intrigued me but yeah, i don't know anything like, else about it it's another one of those those situations where on paper it sounds and looks really good. Um, almost like one of those ideas that, like, you know, how can you fuck this up? Um, mm -hmm. Well, I think one of the major issues with it, number one, the controls were so strange. It was a very weird game to play, like, control-wise, because they had, like, uh, like, the left stick obviously moves you around, and then, like, the right stick would be, like, different abilities or some shit, but you'd also, also have to hit, like, buttons to do this but like you'd have to point it one way to activate certain i don't know it was it was like a mess it was a mess of a game to actually play and i remember when it was coming out uh my stepbrother was like super super excited for it and i think it was, it was either one of his birthday gifts or his christmas gifts that he got and like we we sat down he played it and like we watched and all that shit and he beat the game in like four and a half hours it was done like that ah. was it and 
he was like so upset and his mom was pissed so she went back to GameStop actually got a full refund for it because of how like bullshit it was that the game was just done like you know less time to, wow. to open the fucking gift um but uh looking into it because i remember it was it was really hyped everyone was super excited for it i think it got like average reviews at the time but then they like they just plummeted because people realized like this game is like it's not that good like this should have been a lot better than it was and uh they the reason i included it because like the games i picked were games that were involved with either like lawsuits or um just like lost so much money that the companies just they had to just quit um they got sued by epic games for illegal usage of the unreal engine at the time and they got sued for uh it was like millions of dollars and they lost um within like a few months they couldn't afford like the court fees and like the lawyers and all that shit and mm -hmm. it it ended up forcing the studio um yeah, Silicon, Silicon Knights. Knights. Yeah, they had a they had to shut down because of it because of the mm -hmm. lawsuit. Which I mean, twenty fourteen. You had to have expect like you can't just use someone else's engine in that sense. Like nowadays you can because the Unreal Engines it's open source, like it's free to anybody to use. But at the time you had to pay for those rights to produce a game if you're going to sell that game. So mm -hmm. I don't know what they were thinking, but I guess it came back and bit them in the ass because. I, the game wasn't that good anyway, <laughs> but I don't know. It's yeah. just sad, sad to see. It had a really cool cover art too. I remember it was like a bald dude's face, and he looked really. Oh angry. yeah, like everything. Like aesthetically, this game is badass. Yeah. And like conceptually, like I love the idea of it. I love the look of it. But yeah, the controls were really weird. Like I'm looking it up right now, and it's coming back to me. The right stick was not used for the camera; it was used for like combat. <laughs> yeah, which is really fucking, fucking weird. Strange. Is it, it, yeah, it, like it makes sense for like twin stick shooters and stuff like that. Like this mm -hmm. wasn't one. It was like it was so weird that like how it it's worked. a straight up third person RPG. Yeah, like yeah, I I will always uh, re I respect this a, a, a developer trying something new because. Espe this is really like especially games like call of duty that are just the same game just like plat copied and pasted over and over again when a game tries something new and tries something out of the box i will respect it inherently for it but it has to work and it has to feel good <laughs> so yeah exactly i like the idea of it but it just didn't in practice it, it didn't it just didn't work out mm -hmm. and like you know with with call of duty 2 right now they're in hot water again with the, the modern warfare 3 release when all the shit got leaked prior to the game coming out and they found out that it's like it's legitimately a $70 DLC that just goes on top of Modern Warfare 2 because there was no platinum trophy and like all this shit and the campaign ended up being three and a half hours long. So, yeah. Yeah, apparently I, I, I saw doing? some reviews of the campaign and they are abysmal. They're terrible. It's getting like twos and threes. And yeah. like the Call of Duty campaigns are usually like like carry them like as repetitive as the multiplayer gets because people just buy it like every year anyway and fucking play just because it's it's easy to just sit down and just you know mindless shooter everyone knows how to play call of duty <laughs> yeah like the campaigns usually hold some weight because they're they're usually pretty in-depth and fun yeah, they, and, like, yeah exactly serious and dark and they're fun and interesting but this one apparently was the exact opposite of all of that <laughs> yeah they need and to go three back hours just... long they need to go back to making world war ii shooters man i'm tired I'm tired of the modern, like, I live in modern times, man. I don't want a modern warfare. Yeah, bro, put me back. 
I want to kill. I like killing Nazis, man. Jesus Christ. That's why Wolfenstein is so cool. Exactly. Like these these studios need to start going back to taking like two three year breaks in between games. Like I remember when uh, Ubisoft finally did it with Assassin's Creed. They took a couple years off, and I think that was when mm-hmm. uh, it was either Syndicate or Origins came out, or maybe even both at the time. I think it was like two years for each of those, um, and they were great. Because like Syndicate was like a yeah. like a breath of fresh air from the series. It like kind of went back to the roots, but tweaked it a little bit. And then Origins was like a phenomenal just open world RPG type game with Assassin's Creed, you know, mechanics mm-hmm. caked into it. And it felt great. And then oh, yeah. all these studios, they try it at least once, and then the game is well received, and they're like, All right, cool, we made money back and everyone loves it. Let's pump out another one in eight months. And it's like, No, man. <laughs> it makes it it makes it less special. Yeah, you know, you're just, back you in just the day, see it every day. Assassin's Creed 2 is still one of the greatest games ever made, in my opinion. I love Assassin's Creed 2. And back in the day, Assassin's Creed was a reputable, respectable franchise. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of years in between each for each installment, and it was always like, ooh, I wonder what they're going to do next, because they always introduced, you know, a new time period. I don't think anyone really cared about the Desmond story, but it was there, and it was kind of interesting we did but, it until they ruined it but yeah but then they got to pumping one out every single year and they didn't change a whole lot aside from the setting and it just kind of got to be like oh well it, it's it made the assassin's creed series feel less special yeah because we now there's like one 17 year. of them yeah and they're more or less the same <laughs> yeah granted mirage is actually very good i've heard that mirage is actually pretty decent is very nice. It, it like feels it, it, like old Assassin's Creed, like how it should have, like the first game, like how the first game should have been with yeah. like modernized controls from the new games. And it, it feels yeah. really good. And I hear that they really shrunk it too. It doesn't take they 200 did. hours to do anything. Yeah, it's like it's like just enough space. Yeah. So that that alone, and I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in forever, but honestly, that makes me want to play Assassin's Creed Mirage because that's the kind of shit that I feel like I need to support. I need to encourage that behavior more. And it wasn't 70 bucks either. So. Oh really? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, it was 50 actually. Oh wow, it wasn't even full price. Look at Ubisoft mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. It was pretty nice. I like it. Cool. It looks pretty and the soundtrack's amazing. There you go. Do I I So I did I didn't play Valhalla, but I do know that Basim is like a character in Valhalla. Do I have to have played Valhalla to understand anything in Assassin's Creed Mirage? Uh, technically, you could do it the opposite. Uh, you could play Mirage first and then Valhalla because he's later in... Uh, like, Mirage is like his build-up story. So like, oh, okay, cool. The only thing you can it will be is like there's a couple recurring characters and just the fact you're playing as him, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember him from the fucking... Uh, the table and like this, whatever. It's like the second mission he shows up. He's like the assassin who introduces you to the creed. Mm. Um, but aside from that, like you could technically play Mirage first and then go play fucking Valhalla, and it's like you know, in the, in the timeline order. Cool. Was Valhalla yeah. any good? I don't remember. It's it was kind of like hit or miss. It's the same thing as like Origins. People either really loved it, or they really hated it. I did not enjoy it. I started it over again and have been liking it a little bit more because I think I was expecting more from it. Um, because they 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 chunked out a bunch of like the RPG elements of it. And I was mm-hmm. expecting more of how Origins was, where, you know, there's a ton of, like, you know, loot chests that you could find throughout the map and enemies right. drop stuff. And this was more, um, like, environmentally based, where it's 
heavily on the story and the combat's great, but it's more focused on uh, a set number of like armor sets and weapons and stuff that you're meant to upgrade to make them better, as opposed to replacing them with other gear. Mm. So once I kind of like took like they took the time away from it for like a couple of years and like you know talked to friends about it, I realized like what it is, and I kind of pushed away aside like what I was expecting it to be. And I've been mm-hmm. liking it a little bit more now because I just I just love fucking Viking shit. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Which bummed me out that I didn't enjoy the game because it's literally just fucking Viking shit. You it's Viking shit. Yeah. Sail around, click on uh, like square on an island and you just fucking raid it and you just run through and just destroy everything. It's it's cool. Nice. So, yeah, I guess it depends what you're looking at and who you talk to. But I guess okay. it's OK. I need to I have a board game. Quick. I have a board game recommendation for you. Oh, yeah. Raiders of the North Sea. Oh. Yeah. Sounds sounds it, fun. It is a Viking uh, board game. It's a worker placement game, so it's kind of a traditional, you know, Euro-style game. But uh, it has really cool art. Uh, the standard edition, it actually comes with, like, metal silver coins. It's really, really fucking cool. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it, so the components are really, really cool. It's not a very expensive game. Um, but yeah, highly recommended. It. It's really cool if you like Viking shit. Yeah, all right, I'll take a look at it then. Send me it later so I remember. Hell yeah. So I will forget. Um, yeah, too but, human. Very average. Could have been better. Yeah. Learn your lesson yeah, and th- stop stealing assets from other engines. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a game that should have like been really awesome because, again, on paper, this seems like a really badass game. Yeah, exactly. And it like, had the meat. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just didn't work. Sadly. Yeah. Disappointing. What else you got for me, buddy? Uh, let's take a look. What all did I send you? Uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, man. That was one that... It was a long fucking time coming. Like, literally, like... Like, 12 12 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. And then it came out, and it was just like a... It was like a wet fart. Like... No one liked it. <laughs> yeah. Duke Nukem, though, like... Duke Nukem Forever was... It's weird. Because it's not that good. It's 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 pretty bad. Uh, it is playable. But yeah. the studio, at one point during development, because they're pretty sure they cycled through, like, six devs, they became self-aware. And they made fun of the fact that how long it took numerous times throughout, like, dialogue in the story. Mm-hmm. So... You can't hate it. <laughs> it's, it's it's so yeah. <laughs> it's 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 really bizarre because a part of me is like, yeah, Duke Nukem, <laughs> more Duke exactly. Nukem. But the other part of me is like, you know, the part of me that's more mature and like into video game shit. It's like it's really disappointing. It's yeah, very it holds the generic. It holds the Guinness World Record for the longest development for a video game. Although, this period was exceeded in 2022 by Beyond Good and Evil 2. Okay, so it's no longer the longest developed game of all time, but it it was there for a little bit. Does it still count if the game doesn't actually come out, though? Like, would it stop and Duke Nukem just get it? Because I'm pretty sure Beyond Good and Evil 2 is, like, done. I don't think the studio is doing it anymore. What's Vaporware? Uh, It sounds like a smoke shop. It does, yeah, but Wikipedia <laughs> describes Beyond Good and Evil 2 as a vaporware action-adventure video game. 
it must be like cyberpunk, like one of those terms that just like became a thing. In the Based computer industry, angst. vaporware is a product that is announced to the general public but is late, never actually manufactured or officially canceled. So it's just floating. <laughs> yeah, it's not technically canceled, but apparently the creative director died this year suddenly at age 40. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so who knows? I feel like they shouldn't get the Guinness World Record if they don't actually release the game. Has it been released? Yeah. It. So in terms of a game that has has actually been released, Duke Nukem is the one that held the has the world record for being in development the longest because it is a sequel to to Duke Nukem 3D that came out in 1996, <laughs> and it began development in 1997. <laughs> It was that? Oh my god. I didn't know it was that long. Holy yeah. shit. Duke Nukem Forever began development under 3D Realms and underwent a severely protracted development that lasted more than 14 years. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. That is and wild. It, and it was released to mostly unfavorable reviews. Can you imagine? Man. You know, it's it's funny though because uh, I remember the, the intro sequence for Duke Nukem so much in that game because it was so much fun it was like so ridiculous like it, it that's the part that felt like duke nukem the most out of everything else in the game when oh, absolutely. The, the, the fucking the football stadium or whatever and like the big monsters there and like uh when you're going through and like the fucking squad guys are like they're like duke we, Nick, we need a game plan like what do we do and you have like the the whiteboard you can pick up the different markers and like draw bullshit <laughs> on it and you everybody i know can. that played it just just drew dicks like all over it literally it's, it's, it's almost like a it was yeah. almost like a requirement for the game. Yeah. You had to draw a dick. You had to draw something, and everyone drew, drew dicks. And then mm-hmm. they're like, all right, let's go. And then they all die immediately, and then you fight it. <laughs> and then uh, and then when it's done, it was Duke like playing a video game of his own game. And he's like, oh, I waited over 10 years for this shit. And he like throws their controller. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I can't be yeah. mad at you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, you, you got to give it props for that. Like, it's, it's there was something hilarious. with a ball sack that happened too, right? Wasn't like, didn't you kill the monster with like two giant balls or something? I don't, I don't remember. I know there you can something like, with a dick joke that happened at the end. I can't remember what the it was. whole game is a dick joke. I know you can actually <laughs> yeah, like press really a button. I know you can press a button to like piss in the toilet. That was pretty cool. Oh man, it wanted to be postal too so bad. It really did. Yeah, you could pick shit up out of a toilet and throw it around. Beautiful. Man, God, that... that was another game I just got recently. The new new Postal, Postal 4. It's yeah. great. It's phenomenal. Nice. But yeah, in the years since its release, Duke Nukem Forever has been cited as one of the worst video games of all time, mainly attributed to its extremely long and arduous development cycle. Honestly, when a game is in development for that long, it achieves almost legendary status. It's almost never going to amount to, to to anything you know it's like it's skull and bones right now expectations yeah how long has that game been in development what's it going on like seven years now i think yeah and they keep pushing it back it just got another delay like two weeks ago yeah so it's probably unfortunately Which, it's probably gonna be they they shifted from what was supposed to be just a free-to-play multiplayer only boat combat from assassin's creed that's why everybody was excited for it because we loved it and now it's like a it's a full triple A fucking 
land movement and you can get off the boat and it's $70 and all this shit. And it's like, what? Why? Like you delayed this game 47 times already and you're going to mm-hmm. make us pay for it now. Literally in multiple ways. Fucking bastards, dude. Yeah. That's oh, the only speaking- one. It's going to, it's not going to be good at all. No, it's not unfortunate. And it's Ubisoft too. And they're extremely hit and miss. Yeah. Speaking of Postal 4, uh, John St. John, who's the voice of Duke Nukem, is also the voice of Postal Dude in that game. Yep. You can choose all the voices from all the past games, and you can select who you want to use for the campaign. Nice. It's great. The dude's, he's an ordained minister. Yep. <laughs> Imagine getting married <laughs> by Duke Nukem. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, That's beautiful. Oh, man. Postal is so good. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Missed attempt. Did did you did you uh did you enjoy Duke Nukem Forever at all? I didn't play a whole lot of it. I think I rented it at one point. And also it came out let's see, it came out in twenty eleven, so I was fourteen, fifteen, so there was like almost no way that my parents were gonna let me uh play a game like that. But I think they let me rent it. Um I th- I think that's what I did. And I didn't play very much of it, but I, I enjoyed it, I think, at the time, but also I was a 15-year-old, so all the potty humor probably... It was great. It was hilarious, yeah. Do you, um, do you know who loves that game? <laughs> who? Our buddy Jordan. Really? That game. Yep. That's that's awesome. Shout and out to Unironically, Jordan. full, 100% seriously loves that game. Wow, that's I, I respect that a little, honestly. you know, like, I do too, man. Don't pay any attention to the reviews or anything like that. Just love what you love, man. That's that's yeah. awesome. Love wins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, you got a shout out. <laughs> you fucking hillbilly. For real. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Uh, well, uh, I have another interesting one. Um, okay. Which was it was branded at the time as the new quote unquote Halo killer. Oh uh, yeah, PlayStation Three exclusive called Haze. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had this game. Uh, it was pretty fucking awful. Unfortunately. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> it had a uh, it had some neat ideas because it was like bees. And shit was like the weird focal point to it Not for the bees. some reason. Not the bees. Not the uh, bees. I don't. I don't know why they considered it the Halo killer. Like I guess because it was like nothing about it is like ish. But like yeah, there was. It was like space guy versus aliens, and then there was multiplayer. But like it was all bad. It wasn't. It wasn't Halo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think as they were just assuming like, oh, we have a PlayStation Three exclusive that's like aliens versus people. So obviously this is this is Halo, but the it's Halo version. Killer. Oh, yeah, good good job, Halo Killer. You did great. You fucking everyone hated you in three days. Yeah, let's see. Um, we have one Haze game, and we have like six or seven Halos, not counting yeah. the spinoffs. It's almost like yeah, yeah you. Sh- with- you What's sure killed off? that it's like franchise. a fucking dozen. Yeah, you did, you did great, guys. You fucking shot yourselves in the foot. They they Pre- lost so much money on this game, and the overwhelming amount of bad reviews is what caused them to fucking shut down. It was a free radical, and free it, radical. 
it did not do well for them, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> it was another game with a really cool cover art, too. The cover art was actually pretty dope. It's really you know? badass, yeah. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Looks like fucking Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man. Yeah, gone fucking postal, man. Mm-hmm. Or more postal, I guess. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what these studios think. They, the, the issue, too, I feel like it would have been much more well... Well, maybe not much more, but it would have been a little bit more respected if they left out the, the false title of Halo Killer and just yeah, released it, the game. It was just really... There's something really arrogant about it. Like, it was so confident in itself that it was going to be the next best thing. And it was almost like daring us to to not like it. And Yeah, exactly. We, we, we dared. Because, <laughs> like, nowadays what it is is every MMO that comes out is called, like, the new WoW Killer. Like, anything is going to dethrone World of Warcraft, regardless of anyone's opinions on the game. Like, there's never going to be an MMO as successful as World of Warcraft is. Like... Never. Final Fantasy, like, the new, uh, Final Fantasy, was it 14, I think? 14, the, yeah. The new MMO is the only one that's even anywhere close and like it might be better depending on like how you're looking at it but like that's it and there's been 640 million fucking mmos that come out and they all end up going free to play within like five months because they just yeah. they can't they can't keep up it's nope. insane just stop doing that it's like when people put the fake uh based on a true story before like a movie and then it's about <laughs> like mutated alien dinosaurs and it's like no you're lying to me <laughs> you're challenging my intelligence and you're lying to me yeah exactly stop doing it. i don't think there's been a game like that in a long time though that's like a blank killer by itself like i think the communities will try to do that shit but there's never been a game in in a long time where the developers themselves yeah. have tried I guess, that. i guess the closest thing could be all of these asymmetrical multiplayer games trying to dethrone uh dead by daylight you know, Evil that Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But but even then, the devs aren't, like, putting it on that pedestal saying, oh, this is a Dead by Daylight killer. You know, it's kind of like you said, where the community is more like, is this better or is Dead by Daylight better? Yeah, you know? the devs are more like, if you like this, then try this. And then yeah, exactly. the community it's, it's, is so like, it's... you're a fucking dog shit. You'll never be <laughs> Dead by Daylight. And they're just like, oh, we're not trying to. Don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah. It's always a community. Community is the yeah. worst part of the gaming industry these days, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. The worst thing about Star Wars is the fans. Oh, and all the bad shit they put out. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Haze, yeah, I, Haze was I, another one that just shit the bed real fucking hard, man. I actually did play this. Um, not very much, mind you. But for a hot second, I had fun with it. But only for a hot second. I thought I might have. I don't know. To me, a first-person shooter doesn't have to do much to entertain me because you're shooting shit. You got a gun. You know, that's inherently that's going to be fun to me. But eventually you're going to have to do something new to keep my attention. And Hayes just didn't do much to keep my attention. You had like a power. I think that was it or something like that. I can't really remember. It's been so long. It was a generic power where you just like got stronger and you were harder to kill. It's like been there, done that. You know what I mean? Like, Crisis kind of does that, but Crisis at least, like, you can choose well. between armor or invisibility, and it actually makes you feel overpowered with either of those things. But if it's just a generic, you know, uh, press triangle to activate adrenaline, and you can move faster, and you're harder to kill, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. 
That's not new. <laughs> yeah. They should have advertised Time Shift as the Halo killer. That game was dope as fucking balls, man. I love Time Shift. Go. Unfortunate. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Rip Hayes. Yeah, for real. Rip Halo killer. I like awesome. to think in like a parallel Five. universe, all these games that we've talked about were actually made really well and they came out and they actually were good. But unfortunately, yeah, we're living in the reality nine, where they're not. Nine, two, six or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Hayes was the Halo killer, and everyone like reveres it as the best video game of all time. They're on Master like Chief is no longer a thing. Master Chief is yeah, like the Freddy Krueger of Freddy vs. Jason, where like no one knows who he is anymore, and they had gave everybody drugs so they don't say his name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Halo guy is no longer a thing. It's now Hayes guy. <laughs> Oh man. Uh so I think that's about all I had. Yeah, on my list I have one more bad one and just like two decent games I think just didn't well, one decent game that got a bad rap and one game that did very well. Um so just just quickly. Um the other game was it was ironically another PlayStation 3 exclusive um mm. layer. Oh yeah. One with the dragons and shit that looked really cool and sounded really dope on paper because it's fucking dragons. So how do you fuck yeah. that up? I never um, played this, but I'm sure if I had had a PS3 when like this game first came out, I would have been like first in line for this because yeah, I, I think dragons obviously I think are dope now. But when I was growing up, oh my god, if it had a dragon in it, I was obsessed with it. Same dude. Yeah, we all we all been there, man. I, I feel that 100. percent Yeah. Um, but thankfully, I didn't play this game because I've heard it is complete and utter dog shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the the studio they they blame Sony, uh, for why it ended up being so bad because they were they were forced to. It was like a like a timeline requirement, so that's pressure enough. Just like you know, Kong, uh, mm-hmm. but. And then they were also forced to incorporate motion controls somehow because the PS3 had the six axis controllers with the, the gyro motion shit where you like, you know, tilt the controller. I always forget and about stuff. that. Yeah, we all want to because it was it was awful. No yeah. one wants to use that shit. You're not mm-hmm. the fucking we like we don't need that. Um, so it was really poorly received because the controls were really awkward uh, and you were forced to use the motion controls, which people don't want to do half the time anyway. Like if you have the option, like fine, like whatever. But it's a game about dragons that incorporates flight. So obviously the flying is going to make you use the motion controls. Everybody mm-hmm. hated it. Um, and then, you know, it's another game just like Haze where the, the feedback was just so bad that the studio had to, like, abandon ship. Um, but yeah, it's, like, exactly like that. Like, on paper, it sounded like a really cool game. The concept mm-hmm. sounds super fucking simple to get right. Like medieval yeah, people that... and dragons and shit like wh- what's what's the issue what is there to mess man? up yeah why was this so hard like no one no one wants corporations breathing down their neck the entire time when they're just trying to do their job like okay i get it i don't blame the devs 100 percent, but like yeah they still made the game so i mean like mm-hmm. you know right like yeah if you're if you're if you if your publisher wants you to include motion controls and it's not really an option sure but you can still work to like try to make it playable you know what i mean exactly yeah especially with the game with dragons yeah for real you could have been something huge man 
I'm surprised the Wii sold as well as it did because history has shown that motion controls with video games don't typically they don't work well together. I think it's just because the fact that the Wii was built around that, like that was their focal point. Whereas like for the PS3 and then like Xbox, like when like the Kinect came out and shit, it was like, oh, I guess we could try that, too. And then they try to like shoehorn it in and force it into like these awkward situations like like a like Heavenly Sword, um, uh, like another it's another God of War game, which is it was a really cool game. It's super underrated. It's actually fun. But it's another one where there's certain aspects where they force you to use the motion controls. And like, I don't want to. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'll <laughs> yeah. play motion controls if I'm using a system that I know wants me to use motion controls. Yeah. So just don't do it. Like, I wouldn't buy the Wii if I didn't have an interest in these specific games that were built to utilize motion controls. Yeah, exactly. I play a PlayStation because I want to just, just play a fucking game, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And... Even with then, motion controls, I feel like, should always be optional. Like, that's what... I didn't play uh, Skyward Sword when it first came out on the Wii, but I've heard that was people's biggest complaints, was they didn't like the motion controls. It didn't always work. And there was no option to play without the motion controls. Obviously, yeah. it didn't stop the game from getting all the good reviews it did and making all the, all the money. But when the Switch version was released... You could play it without motion controls, and I did play that version, and I fucking loved it. I love Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I didn't play it with motion controls, so. It, it's very interesting, too, because Twilight Princess came out before it, because there was also a GameCube game, so it was, it was technically kind of like a port, because uh, GameCube mm -hmm. was first, and then they also made the Wii, the Wii version alongside of it, and the Wii version had the motion controls, but you can also plug in a GameCube controller and play it that way, and then when the Pro controllers came out, you can also plug a little egg-shaped pro controller into the nunchuck and play it that way without the, the motion controls because we utilize the joysticks instead. And I remember, yeah, that, that was what everybody bitched about was none of those options were available for Skyward Sword. Like, you had to use the motion controls. Mm -hmm. And that was it, which is shit. Because an older game gave me more options, but this one doesn't just because the other one came out on an older system too. Like, come on, man. Like, Yeah, give me know. an option. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. Yeah, that's uh, why the Switch version, I think, is the superior version, because it does give you the option. Yeah, I'll have to. I have to. That's still the one Zelda game I really need to play. I haven't played it yet. That and the, um, the uh, what the, what they call the Link to the Past, like remake, the, the cute. Little oh, Link's Awakening. One. Yeah, I have to play that. That's still. that's really cool. That's that's a really fun game. I, I love Link to the Past. I just it, it's just like the, the Nintendo issue where they never put their good games on sale. And when they do, it's like eight dollars like off. <laughs> like, yeah. That's as low as you're gonna get. And honestly, there have been some games that have, that's that's happened to, and I'm like, should I go ahead and get it? Because it's not gonna be cheaper than this anytime soon. <laughs> I could use those eight dollars, you know. For, yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> I, I would love to play Super Mario Wonder, but like, ugh. Same. Yeah. It sucks. Nintendo's just so greedy. Yeah, I have two, man. Do you watch Ryu Car on YouTube? No, I don't know who that is. Okay, if you're if you're like a Mario guy, he he uh he got famous from Mario Maker. Like he plays like those like fucking batshit ridiculous like viewer made oh nice levels and shit. He's really he's he's a super chill dude, but uh he's like a big Mario guy. So if you ever if you ever in the mood to watch uh a man slowly kill himself by playing insanely difficult <laughs> Mario maps, then he's your guy to go to. That does sound fun. <laughs> the best part is uh, one of his videos. He got sponsored by a bulletproof vest company for some reason. 
<laughs> and he has like he's like the softest, nicest, quietest dude ever. And then he was just like awkwardly in like a bulletproof vest for one of his videos because he got sponsored by them. It's so good. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryu Car. I'll I'll send it to you later. He's he's great. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. That sounds hilarious. Also, I have to try to find that video. It it'll, it came out this year. I know that, so it would take a while because he posts like every day. But if I find it, I'll send that to you specifically too. Nice. That's that's funny. Uh, um, but uh, but yeah. So one of the other games I want to talk about quickly. Um, it kind of got the same treatment as Bullet Storm, where you know, when it when it came out, it wasn't like super well received and popular. Then it kind of became like a cult following. Then we somehow got like a remaster of it years later. Um, it was Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which that game was, it was, it was put together by like this like super team. It was like people from all these other RPGs. Like there was like the creative director of Oblivion. Um, what's his face? Uh, Scott, uh, the guy who created Spawn. Um, uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. he was like head of like the creative directing team and he did like the art and all this shit. And there was like a couple other game studio, like, higher ups that were like in charge of like all these other games made this and uh the game was great uh, r.a salvatore the fantasy author was like involved in the story yeah like it was crazy and it came out and it it didn't do that badly it was it was okay like it was a pretty decent game but the issue was i liked it a lot when it came out yeah it it was a fun game i think people just maybe expected a little bit more out of it um but there was a lawsuit uh, on the studio from uh, some some company in Rhode Island uh, because they they helped fund the game, and it was like a five million dollar loan or like a four million dollar loan or something like that, and they didn't make enough back from the game to pay the loan back, so they got sued mm. for it, and then lost lost the lawsuit obviously, and then they had to shut down the studio, which is why we never got the expansion pack that was supposed to come out like a year and a half after the game's release. And then, you know, down the road, the support from the game, people saying, like, you know, this game's super underrated. It's a hidden gem. Like, you need to play mm-hmm. it, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, yeah, really. over time, people buying it got the studio more money, and we were able to get the re-release with the HD port, and it came with the expansion and all these missing content and stuff like that that was supposed to be there that never got to see the light of day, kind of like the unfair treatment that the Friday the 13th game got. Um, but it was uh, 38 Studios was the one that, that went under at the time. And then it took uh, probably like a decade or so, I would say, right? Because that was a 360 game. Um, yeah. I want to say like 2010 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty old. It's it's probably over 10 years. Because um, I think it came out a year, year or two years ago. We got the HD version for like PS4. It got good reviews. IGN gave it a nine. It's got oh no wait that's re is that reckoning or is that re reckoning? Might be re reckoning. I mean it could be because a lot of people really loved it. It was just yeah yeah okay yeah the reckoning the original it came out in 2012 and then re reckoning was released in 2021 so nine years later. Okay yeah that makes sense then. Um yeah another game I think uh, people just didn't didn't give it enough time when mm-hmm. it came out and then the lawsuit unfortunately you know was a big reason to blame so you can't you can't blame the studio too much 
Um, it just sucks. It was like, you know, it was at the time, it just I, I wish it made more money. Maybe just better advertisement or something like that would have helped a lot. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of like a, it was literally like a hidden gem. Like some people yeah. knew about it and the majority didn't. Um, and it kind of just snuck in there. And then people were like, you know, if they saw it, because it was another game, but a really cool cover. So that's what drew me into yeah. it. I, I didn't really even know badass about it. badass cover. Yeah. And then I looked on the back but- and it mentioned Oblivion and I was like, sold hell yeah there you go Mine. the combat was really fun there's i remember one of the one of the weapons i mained were the uh or they like the chakras or whatever the yeah the, the, the bladed circles that you like yeah whoa 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 they're you felt like a ninja sick. man <laughs> it's, fu- yeah, it's really fucking, fucking cool, cool man yeah it was a, it was a so. cool game because it was like a it was just like a run-in-the-mill rpg with just like cooler yeah. mechanics because there's mm-hmm. little sandboxy town hubs and you would do like quests and side quests and shit like that. And there was dungeons to explore and like secrets and stuff. And it looked really mm-hmm. cool. The artwork was dope. Yeah. Um, All yeah, around luckily, solid. Yeah. Luckily, there's a there's a remaster that's out for PS4 and Xbox. You can get that and get the the, the expansion that never got to see the light of day at the time. And, it's got the uh, best remastered title ever. It's re-reckoning. Yeah. Re-reckoning. <laughs> Very funny. Very self-aware. I love it. That. Yeah, I fucking love it. Uh, yeah, so that was one, I guess, that kind of... It worked out in the end. Um, yeah. And then one specific game I had on here that did very well, but was almost in these situations uh, at the time, which, ironically enough, is exactly the reason why it has... The title that it does is Final Fantasy, where back in the day on, you know, I think that, that was the original NES, the first Final Fantasy came out. Um, Square Enix was on the verge of bankruptcy as well because the, the studio wasn't doing well. They weren't making like any money and the games that they were producing just they weren't getting anywhere. And the game Final Fantasy was literally like the, the dev team's Final Fantasy because oh, wow. it was everything that they had, you know, envisioned in a game that they wanted to make. And they got together and eventually, you know, they, they finished the game, pumped it out, and it did phenomenally, as we all know, because there's like 55 fucking Final Fantasy games at this point. Mm-hmm. And because of how old it is, it's literally a staple in the history of gaming for like turn-based RPGs and RPGs in general, because this oh, yeah. was like the OG fucking granddaddy of them all and it's you know it's it a, is one of the video games of all time it is one of them and it's a game that other rpgs and turn-based rpgs strive to be um i'm not the biggest fan of final fantasy i've, I've come to love a handful of them and appreciate them as i slowly dip my toes into uh, turn-based games and kind of yeah, yeah. enjoy them i guess nowadays but yeah it's it's kind of crazy that this this one single game literally completely turned this company around and they be, the Square Enix itself is like a fucking monument in gaming at this point too. They were just like, you know, they've been banging out games like left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh they're always very well received. Um, except for Avengers, as we've <laughs> we've discussed, because they were a part of it. Um Yeah, I don't know. Uh moral of the story, shoot your shot, man. Shoot your Honestly, shot. yeah. What, what have you got to lose? Unless you're dice. making, unless you're making Lord of the Rings Gollum or um, do not roll Gull dice Island on that Rise shit. Of Khan. Yeah, no, don't that. don't shoot, shoot your shot. Shoot yourself. Don't shoot your shot on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. Everything else though is fine. Just don't shoot that shot. Yeah, leave that. You don't. You don't need that yeah. shit, man. No, 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 no one needs that shit. Least of all you. 
Yeah, I would love to have the uh, the development team of Gollum on this podcast. Oh and just my ask God, them. Please, just just I just have like one, two questions. One, why? And two, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the? <laughs> what were what were you guys thinking? What were you thinking? What the fuck was going on in your heads? There was yeah. numerous of you involved in this, and you were all sat there, and you're like. Yeah, Not a single it. one of you was. <laughs> this, this is it, boys. <laughs> rubbing their hands, they're like, "Oh, we got some here." <laughs> Yo, let let them cook. Let them cook. <laughs> oh I can't God. like I can't imagine like the meeting like you know because whenever a game's made, you know the whole the whole fucking gang gets together, and they put on like their demo or whatever, and they or it's just some guy plays it, and they're like, man, like we we fucking did it, man. Like we we fucking made this game. It looks amazing. Like you know, Halo, Gears of War, fucking God of War and shit. Like, damn, dude, like, we fucking did We this. got something here, yeah. These guys, after <laughs> making this game, sitting there for however the fuck long it took, multiple people all banding together, putting this shit together, they finished it, they all got together, sat in the same fucking room, put this game on, played through it, and they were like, yeah, we got something here, man. Like, this is it. We're releasing this. We're gonna fucking do it. And then they were surprised... <laughs> <laughs> we fucking hated One, it. The, the guy with the controller makes a tr- makes a, an easy choice that has no bearing at all on the rest of the game. Dude in the back wearing a suit is like, yo! Oh, shit! Like the yo. Super Hot Fire videos. <laughs> it's literally, like, I guarantee you, too, it was it was like that, that old fucking meme format with, like, the boss coming in, like, oh, what should we do? And everyone's giving shitty suggestions, and the one guy's, like, the only one with the open head, and they throw him out the window. Mm-hmm, that old yeah. fucking meme that had to have happened. Let's, like one guy yeah. was probably like, "I don't think we should, we should, I don't think we should make this. Like, this is really bad." They're like, "Fuck and you, Gary. Like... What do you know? Your wife, why your wife cheated on you, bro? <laughs> fucking Gary. Everyone, everyone points and laughs at him, and he has to go eat lunch by himself. And now he's like the weirdo, fucking like uh, the, the the guy in like the horror movies that warns all like the teenagers not to go to Crystal Lake, and they're all like, "You're crazy." That's him. He's like, "Don't play Gollum." <laughs> oh my god, Gollum's he's like gonna the, get you. He's like the person who has a premonition and final destination. Like it happens, and everyone thinks he's <laughs> yeah. a freak for it. <laughs> like, how did you know? <laughs> oh my god, fucking Gary, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> god damn. Yeah, if you uh. If you worked on the Lord of the Rings Gollum video game, come on our podcast. We'd love to have a chat. We'd love to have you. Yeah. And bring Gary, too. We won't make fun of you, I swear. Yeah, it's not like you guys have fucking anything better to do. Is your studio <laughs> shut down. <laughs> My God. Hopefully, hopefully you're not, uh, hopefully you're not starting. Sorry. Um, right, hope, hopefully, less. sincerely, really hope those guys were able to find work after the studio closed. But, oh, my God. Man, karma's hitting us hard someday. This is... Oh, my God. Yeah. We took a left turn. We took... We were talking too much about shitty games. We became shitty people. I'm sorry. We don't mean it. We don't... No one deserves to lose their job because they made a shitty game. That's not... That's not right. Yeah, just make better decisions so you don't have to be in that situation. Yeah, hopefully everyone was able to find good jobs afterwards. Hope maybe even still making video games if that's something you wanted to do. And hopefully we learned a lesson. I can I can already see like the interviews. Like, oh, you have a good track record. Yeah, you've been developing games for fourteen years. It says you've been involved in two different development teams and all that. So that's good. You've been around for a while. You didn't you didn't hop around. What what studio was it? Oh, uh, 
Daedalic uh, Entertainment. Oh, okay, I'm not really too familiar. What uh, what games do you guys produce? Uh, <laughs> uh, go Gollum. What? <laughs> Gollum. Gollum? <laughs> oh. Sorry. Fuck out of my office. <laughs> Slot's been filled. Sorry, man. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> we no longer... This position is no longer available. I'm so sorry. <laughs> man. It's so sad. It really bring is. It, bring in the Skull Island guy, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. You made the PS5 game, not the PS2 game? Oh, sorry. Position. Oh, sorry. Play. We thought you were Peter Jackson. All right, next. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong King Kong game. <laughs> wrong monkey. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, dude. It's uh, too let's, easy. Let's, like, it's let's, too easy. <laughs> Let let's put an end to this before we say something we're really gonna regret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, man. oh man. Well, those are the only games that I had. I don't know if you had any others floating around, but Nah, we're good. Yeah, I better log off anyway. I, 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 I tried <laughs> to end it on a positive and it did not it did not. <laughs> well, like we're laughing Final Fantasy. That. Fuck you, Gollum. <laughs> we're laughing if that counts for anything. That's pretty positive. <laughs> That's true. We did make yeah. ourselves laugh. Quite a lot. We did, and hopefully, hopefully we made. Hopefully we made you laugh. It's like you know, <laughs> as much as my wife tries to tell me that I'm not funny, I think I proved otherwise, and so did you. This this is exhibit. We a. are if funny. Anyone, if, if Liana or Jessica ever tries to tell us that we're not funny, we'll just pull up the specifically the last like three minutes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like you are saying. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you feel pretty dumb now, don't you? If we ever make a TikTok, this will be the clip that we advertise only. Um, yes. Like, wow, these guys are fucking hilarious. They play the rest of us like, wow, these guys fucking suck. They're just like the goblins. Holy games. shit. Holy shit. What are these guys thinking? <laughs> uh, talk about a one-hit wonder. Holy shit. Man, my head hurts. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, very much for listening. We actually, are we under two hours? Where are we at? I don't even think we made it. We, we, we've been recording for two. Almost two. We've been recording for an hour, forty minutes. Wow! Holy shit! This is like the shortest episode in a while. This is like <laughs> an actual are, podcast episode. Yeah. If you are expecting a three-hour Lord of the Rings extravaganza, I'm sorry, <laughs> but my wife and I are going out of town, and we have to pack tonight, so I have to cut it here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just uh, listen to it again. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You <laughs> over three hours. Yeah. Boom. You're welcome. Um, all the same shit. We got a website. I honestly didn't think so either. I'm surprised. My wife, I told my wife we were going to try to keep it short tonight. She was like, "Mm -hmm, I bet. All your shit's already packed. And she's like, I'm going to show you. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get a text from me and she's going to be like, oh, look at her. But thank you everyone so much for listening. And we're not liars. Exactly. Uh, Same old shit. We got a website. We got merch. Uh, Give us money or don't. It's fine. We're having fun with this regardless. But you do need to help us spread the word. Like that's that's mandatory. Like you don't have to give us yes. money if you don't want to. That's fine. But you you the prerequisite for enjoying this podcast is you have to tell people about it. Like that's we shook on it. We had a deal. So that's true. Yeah. In blood, we did it in blood. We made a blood bond. Oh yeah, there's also that. But the handshake is what I'm really holding you to. Bloody handshake. Cut our just like in uh, it. Cut our palms and then we all held hands in a kumbaya circle. Can't exactly break that like blood that. oath. 
can't break yeah, a blood we, oath. We may or may not have been naked while we did that, just to make it more official. So yeah, use your imagination for that one. Yeah, but anywho, thanks everyone. We will be back. Uh, Hopefully in a week, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's kind of whenever we have time. At this point, yeah. it's just kind of whenever we have the time to do it. But, uh, but yeah, we made it. Any final words? Uh, penis, poop, uh, toilet, fart, uh, butthole. Had a we had to get that's me clapping. It's, that's me clapping. It's not me fapping. Oh. That is me fapping. <laughs> uh, all right. Donate, donate to the Gollum devs. They need it. Goodbye.